Ladies, gentlemen, we're live. It's Monday night. Stevan Bublow here with Glenn Higgs. We're going to talk about is DY still DY? Join us in a second. Guys, we're back at Glen. We're on. We're on. Ladies and gentlemen, Monday night, 8 p.m., Novak News. Tonight's topic, uh, something that's near and dear to us, being that we are in DY, is is DY still DY, Glenn? Well, DY's had a lot of changes. It, it started off as sort of farmland uh, uh, back in the day and then mm-hmm. had a little caravan park down near the lagoon um, and house blocks. Yep. Now those blocks were turned in the, successfully in the 60s and 70s into units. Those units were predominantly uh, for people just starting out, yep. first home buyers, uh, or people slowing down, elderly people that, that were moving out of a house into a unit. Um, 80s, 90s, 2000, uh, heavy rental area. Yes. 50% of all the units in DY were rentals. Yeah, wow. Um, and you'll find, you know, some parts of DY still are predominantly rentals as well. But has DY changed? Sydney Mail and Herald once said about DY is DY. It's not as uh, luxurious as some of your more expensive northern beaches suburbs. But it's like an old comfortable armchair. It's probably had too much use. Once you sit down in it, you never get out. So has DY changed? Yes, it has. Absolutely, absolutely. Used to have that, well, I don't know if I'll call it a stigma, but people used to make fun of us here in DY. They used to call it Bankstown by the Beach. Blacktown by the Sea. Blacktown by the Sea. What else have we heard, Glenn? Oh, we've heard a lot of things (laughs) about DY. We've heard uh, in my time selling in DY, oh, I would never live in DY. We still hear that today. I still hear that from time to time. I'm looking at all these suburbs. What about DY? No, not DY. And we're like, why not? So we're going to talk about it. Yeah, so um, that sort of, oh, I only want to live in Freshwater. I only want to live in Manly and Strada Living because DY is predominantly apartments. There's around 11,000 apartments in DY. Probably 2,000 of those have been built in the last decade. Um, But everything that's been built um, has been occupied. Yep. and sold yep. and at huge prices, which has really pulled the DY market up. Like across the road from us, there'll be 300 units going in, starting price of a two-bedroom apartment there, well over a million dollars. And that's something I think, I think really, the, I feel the stigma of DY was really attached because this is, the, if you're looking across the Northern Beaches, this is the highest density suburb that we've got. So obviously a lot of people living within one suburb, um, I think most people used to their suburban home, two or three cars on the street. You come to DY, streets are full of full of cars, parked cars. It's busy, it's active. Um, but when you look at at real estate, and and I mean, and if it really was uh, such a a lower performing area, some of the transactions that occur now, there's multiple apartment sales north of the three million dollar mark. Correct, correct. House sales, um, you know, pushing beyond six million in in some areas too. So. You know, it's really come a long way. Well, it has come a long way, and it's, it was always planned. Um, you know, local government, we often talk about how they do the wrong thing, but 
I remember talking to a town planner, I was working in the inner west around 2001, and they said that, um, you know, the, the plan for DY was high rise along uh, uh, Pitwater Road mm -hmm. and um, a landmark development. And 23 or 20 years later, we have seven to eight stories along Pitwater Road. Yeah. Um, this was an area that, you know, strip shopping wasn't working that well. Uh, commercial went commercial residential. We went up in height. People from the units above came down and used the facilities, coffee shops, 7-Eleven type stores, uh, today, unfortunately, tobacconists, um, used those facilities underneath and revitalised that Pitwater Road um, because also, too, they're clearways along them. Uh, and then they wanted a landmark development in DY, and that was Meriton. Yes. And, and Meriton, if you remember, was protested. People from all over Sydney came and protested about the high-rise going in at Meriton from St Ives, uh, from the eastern suburbs, lower North Shore. And that's been uh, a tremendous success. Absolutely. Where Absolutely. local people looking to downsize, looking for convenience, looking to have you know, uh, shopping at the bottom, basically, of their building, catch the lift down, walk outside into the most modern Woolworths uh, in New South Wales. Um, all the amenities around that town centre, yeah. which, if you remember, D.Y., uh, Barunka had a shop there. She had a chicken shop there many, many years ago. The greatest property manager in New South Wales that just happens to work for us. Um, that was... And that was a pretty funny space down there. Yeah. There was an old uh, Waltons. Uh, Waltons went into receivership and there wasn't much use of that premise other than for graffiti art artists and people that love Brunker's uh, chicken burgers. There's a video easy there, Glenn. A video easy, video yeah. easy? Video easy. That was across the road. You Could know. have been civic video on I the other side. I think it was, actually. I think you're right. But now that's been revitalised. Well, I was walking <laughs> through there with the family and lots of little eateries people living above it, um, rather than sprawling out horizontal, we've gone up vertical yep. in DY, and it's been a tremendous success. Yep. So is DY what it used to be? No. Uh, we have uh, two coal supermarket chains or franchises uh, in the area. We have a Woolworths, we have an Audi. Um, you know, we have every sort of medical practitioner you would need, solicitors, yep. Yep. accountants. Um, what we don't really have is apparel. We don't have uh, anyone selling clothing. We have, you know, like a lot of street shopping, we have your $2 shop, uh, your reject shop and so on. Yep. So, yeah, DY has definitely DY's, changed. DY has definitely changed. I think also, if it was me looking back on DY, Glenn, I think you've been here a little bit longer than I have, respectfully. Thank you, In sir. a good way. Um I started my real estate career back in 2000 in an office here in, in, in uh, DY. Um, and what I've noticed since that day, since that beginning time frame to today, is a few triggers that have really, I guess, uplifted DY. And I would go back as, to, as far as to say, even before Meriton, it was really, you know, um, Warringah Council at the time did a great job in identifying DY Beach as being a beachfront that can really be transformed to accommodate eating, entertainment, um, you know, great dining, yep, great yep, food, yep, great yep. drinks, get an ice cream. You can cross the road, you're on the beach, 
beautiful beach. They did all those stairs. Remember, I can't even remember what was there before we had the stairs, Glenn, at the beach. The, the pool's been updated. Um, now they do fireworks. They do Christmas carols. There's this huge, huge um, input, I think, generated really by the council. I think they deserve a, a, yeah, you know, a yeah, lot of they have. And that sparked that that process, in my opinion, brought a, a lot of interest into DY Beachfront. Obviously, some really, really high-end real estate when you're there. And that's um, yeah, transformed through. Well, the our, our mayor, mayor of DY for 14 years, uh, Mr. Regan, now a uh, yep. member of the state parliament, they had identified that, um, you know, because the population is so dense, 11,000 units, to give you an idea, um, you know, the, in outlying suburbs, Beacon Hill, 2,500 yep. houses, Chroma, uh, 2,500. Uh, houses, DY 11,000 units, and and you can walk from one end of DY, you can walk the boundaries of DY in, in a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not a big space. It, you'd be hard-pressed to do that in these suburbs with 2,000 homes in them. Uh, but they identified that the people of DY needed something to rec uh, for recreation and identified uh, the beachside yeah. and also uh, Waterfall Park. Oh, absolutely. So that was old council homes. There were, if you ever drive into DY along Howard Avenue, there's a great, you know, kids park and outdoor barbecue area. And they surveyed people in DY and they said, what do you love about DY? Everyone said, oh, the park area down DY Beach. Um, and it was really becoming too crowded based on its own success. So the council uh, that owned uh, a set of maybe seven homes there, uh, demolish them and put parklands in mm -hmm. and move uh, the community facilities or the community work back into council yeah. from out of there. So once again, really, really good planning. And it's interesting when when good planning um, and then uh, with that planning backing from the state government, how you can improve an area and increase the density. Yeah. So um, when the Meriton came along, uh, part of uh, the plan for DY was to have express buses into the city. And now we've got double-decker buses. Yes, the B-Line. B-Line's been a huge implement implementation. Every Not only DY, but across the beaches. Every five minutes, yeah. um, picking you up from the corner of Howard Avenue and Pittwater Road. Still more work to go, uh, upgrading around uh, the library. Uh, the library is actually, uh, will never change and will never move. Fantastic uh, library. That's... Uh, are actually a heritage building. Oh, right. So it's 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 a form of uh, brutalist architecture. So that and, and you know might be architects watching or there might be no one watching, <laughs> but that that's a form of architecture where uh, it's all about looking out. So big planes of glass, high ceilings, and then a very raw aesthetic from the outside. And um, yeah, it's 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 actually uh, listed that of historical significance. Um, I think about 1964, the library, uh, the library was built, yep. and fantastic uh, resource. I, I think an underused resource. That new PCYC club was built in DY as well. Well said. Well said. Fantastic basketball courts uh, coming in, and all that. When you say has DY changed? Uh, my daughter's 15. When she was in year two, there was one kindergarten class in DY. Uh, in DY Public School, that's now running at five. Yeah. So we went from 30 kids 
uh, enrolling in DY public school to 150. Now, that has a little bit to do with uh, the tightening by the state government in, in people's school shopping and, and not going to their local school. But it's also, um, as real estate prices increase, um, the homes we can afford and choose to live in change. So that notion that you can't have a family unless you live in a home uh, on 500 square metres, the backyard, front yard and a couple of dogs, has changed to where people can live in smaller families, mind you, probably a maximum of three people per family, uh, in two bedroom units yep. with maybe two bathrooms. Uh, statistically, the number of people that reside in each dwelling in Australia uh, is 2.4. Yeah, wow. So um, that sort of ties in a little bit when you say there's a home shortage. If you think we built 170,000 homes last year, uh, 2.5 people living in them, uh, you know, we had over 500 people immigrate to Australia. Yeah. So that's why we're always short. So in a nutshell, has DY changed? Yes. Yeah. One thing I'd also like to add with Glenn talking particularly about that Meriton and, and the new infrastructure is, is DY has been one of the suburbs. I think it, I won't say it's a guinea pig, but it's definitely been the starting point for this kind of post 2000 development that we've seen across the Northern beaches, particularly in the apartment market. But what you need to realise as uh, somebody living within the suburb is, is, is as these new developments come into play, there's contribution fees which are paid towards local council to provide better services. So the more development coming into the suburb means that there's been an income, uh, sorry, an, an influx of income that can be re um, uh, invested back into the community. And like you said, the park, the PCYC, the B line. Look at from Howard Avenue to walk down to the beach. It's, it's wide footpaths. It's paved. It's beautiful yeah. trees. It, it's a great spot. Well, to the, be. The, the, it's a boardwalk that runs down Howard Avenue outside the front of the Meriton yeah. development. On, on one side, the footpath would be approximately three meters wide that enables uh, people to get down and you know ride their bikes, ride their scooters, ride their skateboards, walk. Um, my eighty-eight-year-old mother. Uh, walks uh, 600 metres to the beach uh, twice a day to keep fit. And that was all from uh, the Meriton contribution. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there is some good things that, that come with development with a, with a lot of people, especially, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a swinging voter, so I don't vote either way. But with, uh, for either side, I vote for who I think is the best. Uh, but with the Labor government, they're really pro big Australia. They're, they're hoping to get to uh, 40 million yeah, wow. by, I think it's 2050. So these vertical uh, suburbs that we're getting in DY, where we already have uh, facilities. So we have supermarkets, we have, um, we have express buses into the city, we have doctors, we have medical centres. Um, you know, it works, it works pretty well. Problems, parking, 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 parking. It is a problem. Um, maybe eventually we'll have to change our relationship uh, to how many cars a family has, you know. Yep. Um, but that's hard if, if you need a car for your job, we understand. But DY is getting a little bit, uh, I used to live in a suburb of Potts Point in the city and that's uh, the densest, populated suburb in, in Australia 
And basically, if you had to park on the street after five o'clock, it could take two hours to find it. Before five o'clock, it was all right. But between five o'clock and about uh, eight o'clock in the morning, because Potts Point's a posh way of saying King's Cross, um, it was it was hard to get a park. Um, I think that's I think that's that's you know an issue facing a lot of suburbs. Yeah, well, definitely so. with high density. So whether it's uh, you know, getting more transport in the city, share cars, go-gets, uh, having parking spots for that. Um, electric bikes are incredibly popular on the northern beaches. Is it having bike racks with charging stations to get around? We should get, a, we should should get a bike like in high school and I'll give you a double. <laughs> It'd have to be a big bike. <laughs> and Steph, what would you see, okay, We've identified that DY has changed. Um, $3 million sales. Average apartment price is around eight fifty. dollars yeah. um, 2021, this time it was probably nine fifty. dollars yeah. What do you see moving forward in DY? Um, what, de what development do you see being in commercial? You've just sold two development sites. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I, I still think when you're looking, not only DY, but most of the beaches, there's still opportunity along the Pittwater Road Kind of arterial road it, it, it's it's easier to uh find you know existing commercial real estate that can be redeveloped and redesigned to still support commercial with residential above um i still think that there's there's room for dy um to grow in regards to, to transit links i know that there was big talks particularly with what's coming up in brookvale the intersection of warringa road pitwater road here um there's gonna be you know hopefully things coming up there in the future but um one thing I think I really want to harper on with DY as well is, is that over time, I think I think really the stigma started because it was the highest density suburb. High density is now quite quite common across the beaches. I think it's something that other people can look at to say, look, this is a model of, of how we've incorporated 1960s and 70s development with a combination of 2000, 2010 and 2020 development to make a thriving working community. I see that as a real positive for DY. Like you were saying, Glenn, the catchment zones to get into the public school have shrunk so much that, you know, as much as your mum lives around the corner, my grandmother's got a home up the road too, and she's in DY, but the school catchment's Brookvale. Yeah. Because yeah. there's just so many kids going to going to DY, and families like it. You know, I, I I didn't grow up in DY, but I lived here for a number of years with my wife before we were married. Um, she was studying in the city. There's a bus straight to the city. Yeah. There's a Coles at the end of the street. We walk down to the beach on a some, you know, after work, some daylight savings, go down, get a drink, go for a walk. It's just fantastic. And the lifestyle to me is, is, is really, really outstanding. It still represents value because of the density. So there's competition in the marketplace. Um, I just think it's a really good spot to be. Well, you know, I, I think that stigma of DY was something around the 70s, maybe yeah. early 80s. Um, you got to remember back then, it, it was unusual for people to live in apartments. Yes. Other than, than maybe oh, in the east and so, a couple. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and families to live in apartments. You know, back, I think in about 19, wouldn't be 1974, it might have been about 1979, 1980, I think I was in high school. I, the population of Australia was 16 million. Mm -hmm. You know, areas on the northern beaches. Back in the 70s, Mona Vale and, and further up were just starting to be opened up. Mm. 
you, you, you know, and then you had a suburb of DY. And if you drive through DY, you can see, you know, they were, um, they were sort of 1940s, 1950s sort of double brick homes on, on double blocks. Um, really, really easy for someone to build uh, 12 units on. Yep. Um, the general construction was that, that you know, the, it would be an owner builder who'd go in there, he'd have a team that worked with him, they'd build a unit. The owner may live in one, that's why often in DY you get one unit that, you know, has a bigger storeroom or it has, uh, you know, a, a wraparound balcony or a rooftop garden and, and all these sorts of things because yeah. that, that's the way it was. It, it wasn't like today with construction companies or, or developers that then uh, got um, subcontractors to to build them. It was predominantly owner builders. Uh, lucky for us selling them, uh, most of these units are double brick with concrete slabs, all of them, yeah. uh, up until about 2000 yeah. when we started constructing them more uh, concrete slab, steel uh, sort of framing and then uh, cladding. Mm -hmm. um, which has proven to be really uh, problematic. ICDY is continuing to grow. It will get busier and busier. Uh, that busyness will give us more amenities. Parking will be a little bit of a problem. A couple of traffic jams, but uh, people are being attracted to DY now because it offers so much. Yep. Um, it's not a sleepy little town. Uh, it does give people an option if they're downsizing not to use the car. And there are apartments big enough for families to live in as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I think uh, DY, in the last couple of years, I've had people say to me, oh, I only want to buy in DY, um, when that wasn't the case. So yeah. only good things for DY. Mm -hmm. I think before we go, let's have a bit of fun. Let's talk about some of the nostalgic businesses that have run out of DY, Glenn. Who, who comes to mind with you straight away thinking DY business? Well, there was never a function at the Great North Coast called Surf Club mm. without catering from Coyle's Chicken. Coyle's Chicken. Coyle's uh, Chicken. Big brand. Big, it was sort of down brand. on Fisher Road and we would get boxes of chicken. And on on the invitation for a uh, barn, <laughs> you know, a big Barney sort of function was uh, all you can drink and Coyle's chicken for dinner. <laughs> and we thought that was pretty flash. I've got a couple that stand out. Mike Pauley's Sports Warehouse. Still going. Here on Still Field going. One. Still going. Used to have the massive warehouse here across the road. You could even swing a cricket bat in there, give it a test. Oh, mate, my, uh, my, dad, my dad was always working, so mum used to go down there and, and talk to Mike. It was legend, a, eh? There was a little bit of flirting going on, I, I think. And, and, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, get the Adidas uh, soccer boots and rugby league boots. The, what about the Jet? I used to, it was the Jet Club when I was a kid, the DY Hotel. I don't know what it was called when you were Yeah, there, it was the Jet Club, but they had a room out the back when I first when I first started uh, this heading is a, out. This is a PG show. And, and it was called the uh, Glider Room. And you could go there and see... Um, <laughs> Spy versus Spy, wow. and you could see um, the radiators. Um, down one of the classic uh, gigs was actually Cold Chisel played. There was Manly Vale Hotel. In DY, played in DY. Yeah, Manly. no, no, Ma Ma nah. Manly Vale Hotel. You can jump on. Um, you can jump on YouTube, and they sing uh, um, "Looking Like a Refugee." 
love it. Love something like a chorus. I think it's, I forget, I forget with the song, but I know the chorus. Um, yeah, DY Hotel, very, very popular for, for live bands. A little bit before my time, but I'm sure you would have had local bands like In Excess and, and Midnight Oil uh, playing yeah, there. Yeah. Um, DY Hotel still going. Um, Is the uh, time of time DY? No, no, no. no. Okay. Time and Tide's down. Uh, it's probably on the it's cusp of Chroma. Yep. Uh, DYRSL. RSL, absolutely. What a what a landmark now. Yeah, um, probably one of the biggest yeah. uh, clubs outside yeah. of uh, Bankstown Sports and I think Penrith Panthers Leagues Club. Yep. So, you know, fantastic success. Beautiful. That's good. One other thing, I will find it, but I have got photos from when I was at when I was starting real estate, the Olympic torch coming through DY. I'm going to find it. We're going to put it on our site. We'll put it We'll put it on. But look, everything DY, if you ever want to know anything about DY, trends in DY, uh, is DY a good place to buy? Um, definitely. 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 Rents uh, on DY. We had a, a slide of that the other week. Um, some of the highest increases uh, throughout New South Wales. Basically because... Um, you know, uh, nowhere is further than 800 metre walk to the beach. Mm -hmm. um, 200 metre walk to Coles, Woolworths, Audi, uh, and uh, all the specialist shopping uh, you could want. Yep. Fantastic. Glenn, Glenn, obviously just a wealth of local knowledge. Thank you. Yeah, DY resident. Um, my mum's about 400 metres uh, from me. And yeah, we, we really enjoy it. Fantastic. Guys, thanks for joining us. Any questions, as always, reach out. I'd love to help you. DY, Northern Beaches, anything we can. Good night. Thank you.